the more that we're really mindful, then you're going to get the yes or the no come up naturally. Hello and welcome back to the She Leads The Way podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Bedford, and in today's episode, we're talking about something I'm really passionate about, and that is how to make better decisions by trusting your intuition. I feel like I've really started to refine this over the last three to five years, but it's always something that I've been told to do, trust my gut by my mom. Every time I was like, oh my gosh, mom, I don't know, what's the decision? I don't know. Just like, what is your little gut saying? And so what if I told you that you will never make the wrong decision ever again if you just trust your gut? You'd start doing it, right? Well, I can't guarantee that you won't ever make the wrong decision. It is a muscle that you need to exercise, but we're going to talk about that a little bit more today. So if we think about what is using our intuition, it's essentially, it's the idea that we can make successful decisions without deliberate analytical thought. It's the ability to know something without analytical reasoning, and it's bridging the gap between the conscious and subconscious part of our mind. So people also refer to it as the sixth sense. It's widely known that our stomach is actually our second brain because it also carries neurotransmitters and whatnot. But what we'll do is we're going to break this episode into three parts. The first is backed with science. So talking scientifically, what is our intuition? Then we'll talk about intuition and decision-making and the difference between fear and intuition because it's very, very easy to mistake the two. And then lastly, what are five things that you can start doing now to start trusting your intuition and using your intuition better? So what is our intuition? So how do we think about our intuition? It's essentially looking into how the mind works. And the mind is broken into two parts, or scientifically, it's called system one, which is our intuition. It's our subconscious thoughts. This is everything from like the dreams that you're having, uh, past experiences. And if we're thinking about how we use it, it's also like how to tie up your shoelaces or knowing to avoid a puddle if you're walking through. It's things happening subconsciously. On the other side, system two is our uh, conscious mind. So it's the logical part. It's the reasoning. It's the logical. It's the one plus one equals two. It is everything that you know about yourself and the world around you. So if we're thinking about how how do we use that uh, intuitively, it's like when you're in a crowd at a concert and you're, you're looking for your friend. That's the side of the brain that you're using. So when we're thinking about using our intuition, we're actually combining a little bit of system one and a little bit of system two in order to use um, our gut. As I had said a little earlier, it is about massaging uh, that muscle. It's not something that you can be like, oh, okay, I'm going to be brilliant at this because as humans, we are experiencing so many different emotions and um, so many different feelings. It's really about identifying, okay, which one is which and how do I know that this is the right one? But we're also pretty good at that as well. Okay, so let's talk about the role of intuition when it comes to decision-making. And this could be something as small as should I be going to the event this weekend or as big as I'm going to make a life change, Um, I want to buy a house, I want to change partners, etc. You can use your intuition to help guide you because using your intuition is actually the way of living your most true self. It's worth noting that if, you know, we all make mistakes, we all make decisions that may not be directly aligned with our values or may not be directly aligned with what our intuition says. And that's okay. It doesn't mean you're a destroyer or it doesn't mean that 
you know, you've done the wrong thing necessarily. It just means that getting back on track in your path may just take a little longer. And we learn from that. So making mistakes is good. So the biggest thing when it comes to decision making is, and your intuition is actually just figuring out yourself and your self-awareness. It's being able to identify what you're feeling within that pit in your stomach and what that means. So for me, I remember when I used my intuition in the wrong way or I didn't get it quite right. I just moved to Dubai. I didn't know anyone around me. And I saw in a local Facebook group that someone needed someone to help them play netball. I love netball. I've always played netball. And I thought, I really need to make some friends. I don't know anyone around me. I'm going to do that. So I responded to the Facebook group message and said, yes, I'm in. The minute I responded and said, yes, I'm in, even before that, there was a part of me that knew that this wasn't the right decision. And I felt it in the pit of my stomach. And for me at the time, I thought it was fear because I thought, I'm nervous to meet new people. I don't know where it is. I've got to take an Uber to some random place. And so all of these emotions that were happening were inside me. And I was like, oh, Nikki, grow up. So despite feeling these things, I went ahead and I went to netball. And within the second quarter, I had tore a ligament and I was out for the rest of the game. So unfortunately... (laughs) My intuition was actually accurate. There was something off and I shouldn't have participated in that game. I missed it because I was on the other side of, I I thought that it may have been fear and the result was it didn't turn out well for me. I was in a cast for the next two weeks, et cetera, et cetera. Luckily, it it wasn't a long-term thing and these these are learnings that we need in life. But this is one area that I thought to myself, I knew that for whatever reason, I shouldn't be going. I dismissed it because I thought, is it fear? It's going to be good for me. I need to get out. But I should have actually listened to my gut. Another example, although we'll swap and talk about more positives now, an example of when I used my intuition in a very big way was actually to get to Dubai to begin with. So I was actually on track to move to New York with the company that I was working with at the time. And that was a long-term goal. I'd always wanted to move to New York. And these conversations were starting to present themselves. And, you know, after being at the company for five years, I was starting to finally see myself, you know, moving from Sydney in Australia to New York. At the same time, I was randomly approached by a CEO who was based at a social media startup in Dubai and ended up offering me a job in Dubai And I thought to myself at the time, this is so wild. But every part of me knew that this was the right decision, even though logically, based on what I wanted to achieve in life, this role, this first role, was it. It was moving to New York. You know, I'd already built a great reputation within the business and I was climbing the corporate ladder, which is something that I'd always, you know, aspired to to do. This role was, it was just different and it was within Dubai and, you know, that's it (laughs) pretty much. But my whole body was like, Nikki, you've got to do this. And the feelings and sensations that I had felt 
was like this level of certainty. It was this feeling of like, yes, you are supported. Yes, this is the right role. And so I accepted the role. I ended up in Dubai five weeks later, and it is hands down the best decision I've ever made. My life had since fallen apart and then I'm rebuilding it again, but it was all meant to happen. Everything that was meant to happen from this move in Dubai was part of my life's journey. And I'm so, so incredibly grateful for that um, and grateful for learning and trusting my intuition. So if we're thinking about the difference between fear and trusting your intuition, uh, it's so easy to get these muddled up. And I've done it before, like when I hurt my ankle, etc. And usually fear is represented um, in by, you know, having this level of anxiety, this uncertainty, um, it's this visceral response within the body. So, you know, you could heat up, you could just, you just know it's a no. Or it can be similar to that feeling of when you're in a relationship and you know deep down that you shouldn't be in that relationship. It's not the right relationship for you and you get this little pit in your stomach. That's your intuition. That's your gut. It's telling you, mm -mm -mm -mm. <laughs> we shouldn't be here. <laughs> it knows. And we choose to ignore that, but eventually... You know, eventually, if you do trust your gut, then, you know, good things will follow. It's not that it won't be difficult at the beginning. It, it will, and you'll have to move through that. But it'll always, always, always be better. Your intuition guides you to the path that you should be pursuing in, in this life. So how do you determine whether it's fear and whether it's your intuition? So, again, fear is this level of anxiety that it just feels wrong. So you could heat up, you could be feeling incredibly overwhelmed, unsettled. And then, you know, when it's your intuition, typically you feel more certain. You know, you have this knowing. The more that you massage this muscle and you have a greater self-awareness, you'll be able to identify the difference. Sometimes it's more difficult to identify whether it's fear or intuition. And that's when you secretly really want what is opposite to what is intuitive. So you're being presented with two options and you really want option A. You know you want option A, but your gut's telling you option B. Then you'll be like, wait a minute, is that anxiety? And you'll start questioning yourself. And if that happens, you take a deep breath, you walk away. And then when you think about it again, think about what comes up for you then. Is it that level of anxiety? Is that coming up? And then start to determine whether it's the right or the wrong decision from there. When you know that there is a decision that you should be making, it's feeling that level of support, feeling supported, feeling calm, feeling very certain. These are all uh, feelings that I had when I was speaking to the company that brought me to Dubai. Everything about the opportunity was chaotic, but I felt a sense of calm and certainty in that this was the right decision for me. Also, one of the things that you can take away from intuition is sometimes it just doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense why you're being drifted towards a certain answer or towards a certain option. It's something that you just can't rationalize. You're using system one of your brain, solely the subconscious, and, you know, it is utilizing everything within your own body, uh, past experiences, gut, to determine what the right option is. And sometimes you can't even explain why, but it's telling you for a reason. 
Okay, so what are the five things that you can start doing today to start trusting your intuition? So first and foremost, it's self-awareness. So the biggest thing here is understanding how you react to things or how you react to decisions that you're being presented with and really start to monitor how that's feeling within the body. If you're always reacting a certain way to difficult decisions, then it's about identifying and understanding why. Um, it's also about being really mindful about some of the thoughts that like the thought process that you're going into. So for example, if someone is asking you something, hey, Nikki, do you want to go to this event on the weekend? Is your automatic response always to say no? Or when someone's asking you to go somewhere, is your automatic response always to, to feel guarded? Or is it always to say yes, 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 even though you don't want to go? But it's identifying what is the first reaction, what is the first response, and how are you feeling when that's happening. With self-awareness, it's also trying not to consume too much information, trying not to overthink it. Sometimes we think about, oh my gosh, I've got to use my intuition. Like, what are my ears saying? Like, is it what? what is... It's just such a natural process. And the more that we are really in tune, the more that we're really mindful then you're going to get the yes or the no come up naturally. It's just about not overthinking it, not being persuaded or guided by consuming too much information. So if someone says, oh, you should do this and all you're doing is Googling every detail, like trust in yourself, have some, you know, gain experience with, your, with yourself and your self-awareness uh, to start making better decisions. But it all starts with self-awareness. Two, Reflect on past experiences. So have there been times in the past where you've trusted your gut and it's had a positive outcome or when you haven't and then everything fell apart? <laughs> it's good to identify what triggered you to move down the path of not trusting your gut. Um, and by understanding how you've reacted in the past can really help uh, identify the best way of moving forward. Three is starting small. So, you know, you don't need to go into, oh my gosh, do I need to leave my relationship? Like, what's my heart saying? Why don't you start small in, okay, well, where should we go for dinner tonight? Or uh, what book should I read today? Or should I go for a walk on today? And start really small. Um, and it, again, is bringing in number one, which is self-awareness. So when you're starting to make those decisions, really think about what is the decision? How am I feeling? And then, and then go from there. Four, listen to your body. So number one, being self-aware. Number four is listen to your body, which is very much around, are you feeling certain sensations somewhere when it's a no versus when it's a yes? So for me, when it's a yes, it's very much, I feel very, very supported. I feel very light. It feels very certain. And there is just this knowing that this is the right decision, you know, despite anything else, despite any of the logic or any of the other reasoning, I just felt, feel that this is right. And then no, is it this like deep pit of anxiety? Do you heat up and get a bit sweaty? Do you get a bit angry? You know, are you overwhelmed? So it's like, it's, it's you know, the negative versus the positive emotions. Like what is it that represents? And, you know, listening to your body, write them down. Write down exactly what, what is coming up for you. So number five is reflect on immediate decisions when you're presented with them. So when people are asking you questions about things, uh, on decisions that you need to make, 
Start really identifying how you're responding to those and write them down and see if there's a pattern with that. Because if there's a pattern, then you'll be able to identify, oh, okay, well, actually, I always say this in response or I'm always feeling this or this is a no for me and this is a yes for you or this is a yes for me and this is what that means. So with all of these things combined, it really helps you make better decisions because you're trusting everything that your body knows. Your body knows the journey that's been put in front of you. The biggest thing naturally is your self-awareness, understanding yourself better, the way you react to situations, how you're feeling when it's a no versus when it's a yes. And just knowing that trusting your gut is a process that, that needs nurturing. So it's just but it's also just this knowing. So I hope that this was helpful and I would love to hear how you've trusted your gut and how it's benefited you. So let me know and I will speak to you next time. Bye.